All right, so I've got a joke for you. This is a cool question. Right. So, imagine there's a truck driving down the street full of Joes. Okay. One of the trucks bumps and, you know, a Joe falls down. I pick it up. What is that? I don't know. What? Free Joe. Joe's in jail, guys. Free him. Free him. That's Illuminati. (laughs) (laughs) Throw it up. All right, guys, welcome to the Illuminati Podcast. We are here with a special guest, the WWE's Mike Rome. How's it going? What up? So this is, this is the, you know, Mike being in front of you is probably your your uh, your expertise. So sorry to, you know, keep bringing you back to work. Yeah, right? <laughs> but thank you for joining like us here right in no, West no. Hollywood. How's your week going, man? It's going great, man. Yeah. Um, obviously, Raw is coming up on Monday at Staples Center, and we... Uh, Decided to front load it really heavy with a bunch of nerd stuff. So like nice. Disney on Wednesday, Galaxy's Edge Thursday, Universal after that. Did uh, Sideshow Collectibles yeah, on yeah. Friday, uh, Marvel Studios. I like scary movies, and now I'm here today. <laughs> so you want? Are you the type of people when you go on vacation you schedule it all out and just do like? <laughs> <laughs> is there no time for you? Oh, let's just relax. You know, sit by the pool and not do anything. Yes, I am very much like that. <laughs> yeah. uh, it, it's it, it comes from like because traveling so much with WWE it's uh it's hard because you have to like you know when your showtime is you know when everything is you have to plan like little oh I've got 35 minutes here I think yeah, I can yeah. get this in or I've got an hour here so when we're here on vacation I go into that mode of like okay I've got to fit as many things as I can in because I don't know when we're coming back yeah yeah I've already spent the money to get here yeah so you just let's gotta, you do all the <laughs> things so you just gotta do all the so, things. So the question I have to ask is, how, how much does your girlfriend hate you for <laughs> making her go everywhere? Um, <laughs> I don't know if you noticed this, but I started with Disney. Mm-hmm. So the key is is to start with Disney because that's her favorite place. So okay, then she's okay. you know reeling off that Disney magic. You can get like three day, three or four days at least out of that Disney magic. I know. Well, I feel okay. like you have. Right, to, right. I feel like to keep her happy, you gotta start with Disney. Do all those things and end with Disney, and then you know, you, you, yeah, yeah, it's a happy you life, happy life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> you book end it uh, perfect. perfect. Perfectly fine. She'll, she she won't freak you off. Don't like tell her that. I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't have tickets again. <laughs> <laughs> well, then we have to finesse this, man. I yeah. mean, come on. We have to get this out for you so this way we can get I you I feel in like again. the only way that like she would, if I took her to Disney in the beginning and then we did like Galaxy's Edge for like three or four days, I'd have to take her to like Club 33 or something oh. afterwards. And then she would be like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> you got that kind of pull to get into that club? <laughs> uh, I'm working oh, on it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I think we may know someone. Oh, we, we might we, actually we, know someone. We, we know a certain person, uh, Brian. Um, uh, yeah, he's, he's, you know, this guy is a producer at KTLA. And uh, I think... Maybe we can reach out. I've to never, him. yeah, I've never seen. Special. I've never actually been to that club, but I've been to like I had a ex that worked at a Disney store, so she would go like every weekend, and it was just. It gets to a point where the the magic kind of disappears a little bit because you've yeah. just been there so much. That's I like. I fight that too. Like I know that she's always she's always wanted to go to Club Thirty Three, so it's like because she's a huge like Disney head. So mm-hmm. that's like I guess you know like if that's your thing, like for me. Like if I'm a huge Power Ranger fan, yeah. like I want to meet JDF or something exactly, like that. Exactly. Or if you know I'm a Marvel fan, like I want to go to Marvel Studios. Like you have that like pinnacle, and like yeah. Club Thirty Three is that Disney pinnacle. But like for me, like when I go with her all the time, I struggle with that because I'm on the road so much and like mm-hmm. I'm so tired sometimes. I'm like, I don't want to go there. So like I live through, like I watch her see stuff, and I'm like, right, this is actually really cool. Like I gotta like you know, it's easy. It's it's good to watch through somebody else's eyes sometimes. You ever. 
you ever like look back and say, man, I'm not really built for this traveling thing? Is yeah, it, right? Have, did, did you have to condition for it or like it, it just came naturally after a I'm while? I'm a beast, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, no sleep, no sleep. Like so, four, four, hours, four hours of sleep is, you know, nothing. Ask her. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm a beast. <laughs> She's just smiling. I, I, she's she's smiling. She's I don't know how. how. I think it's so. When I was with she's flicking you before, off, but it's weird. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> she's not. She's, 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 she's like, I'm tired. We need to sleep. I'm like, no, we're we're still going. Um, it's funny because like when I was in Cambodia, I think like I got that. conditioned for like traveling so much. Like I started like traveling and doing all this stuff and working and hosting shows and like and I got into the groove. So when I went to WWE, it was nothing. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is just like what I used to do. It's yeah. cool. I think it's definitely something you have to be conditioned for. Um, 100% for sure, because um, if not, I was actually, it's funny, I was talking to Nia Jax earlier today about that, I'm like, because she's out on injury, and like when you yeah. go out and you come back, it's hard, it's the hardest thing to do is to get back on the road, yeah. like even, I had shoulder surgery a little over a year ago, I was out for two weeks, but then I wasn't doing live events, I was just leaving, coming to TV, and then going home, Yeah, not that Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday thing. So when I started going back out on the road, I was like, oh, my God, I'm so tired. I can't do this. It took everything in me to get through. But then when you're in the thick of it, you're like, go, 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 go. You get like that third, fourth, yeah, exactly. fifth, sixth, seventh, exactly. eighth gear. But then oh. when you once you get that little break, then it's, it's, everything starts Your to sink Your body in. stops. Yeah, yeah. That's why it's hard for me to find those times to sit in a pool and relax and do that because the minute I do that, my body will go, yep. cool, bro, we're out. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, you're like, well, we'll see him in three days. That's awesome, though. You, uh, earlier you were talking about kind of how you how you got into this. Um, is, is there any regrets or anything like that? Like, no. None whatsoever. Mm. That's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, especially you get to talk and uh, meet some of these like amazing athletes that you know we all grew up watching. Um, so it's it's, Man, it's amazing for you I mean, to just thing, be able to travel. The like thing that. is, like, you can't look back on stuff with regret. Like, any, everything is a stepping stone or a uh, pathway to something else. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, if I if I'm all the decisions I made, if I look back and I was like, "Man, I regret that. I regret that." Then like, I'd regret every decision I've ever made because yeah. oh yeah, like every like even. Some of your best outcomes have come from stupid decisions. Yep, a you know lot of mean? mine. <laughs> so like you learn, as long as you learn from Bravo. it, as long as you grow from it, and like this is is giving me an ability to have a platform to do some of the other stuff I want and to branch more into the nerddom that I love so mm-hmm, much. Mm-hmm. So like I'll never regret that. Like I love it. Like even if I stopped working there, like I'd be like, yeah, look, I'm good. Yeah. See, that's a that's another uh, amazing or cool thing that I learned about Mike is that he is a huge nerd. It, actually, <laughs> that's that's something I wanted to ask because I mean, you know. We're Illuminati, and that means, you know, we're a secret society of nerds, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> what is your secret fandom that people do not know that it's like, yeah, I'm really into? And people that people don't no know about? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> she's smiling because she's like, oh, he, he's he's uh, pretty public with all his nerddoms. Yeah, I'm pretty public with everything. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think something like or well, maybe key. one that people didn't expect of you, and then there's like a surprise, boom. Power, probably the Power Ranger one. <laughs> yeah, I think Power Ranger is the one that shocks people the most because, like, you know, Marvel is such a like Marvel, Star Wars, all that stuff is so like given. Yeah, it's so cool. Everybody's like, it's oh, so I'm mainstream now. Yeah, it's so mainstream. Like, you know, forget about the kids who grew up watching that, like wanting to go to space or like living through Luke Sky. Like, like those are the guys that I'm like, yes, we're kindred yeah. spirits. You know what I mean? Um, I'm a huge horror nerd. Like I love horror movies. Favorite um, film. Favorite horror film. Ooh, Halloween. Oh, Halloween. Did you watch? Did you like the new one that yeah, came out last year? I did. I, did. Oh, I actually liked it. Um, 
but I want to say like low key. I uh, would probably like I the Rocketeer man like I know oh it's such God. a weird like random thing I dig the Rocketeer I think he's a wow. badass and I love that movie yeah I've tried to make her watch it like a thousand times and she can't get Movie's through it but... beautiful like visually it's yeah great. and it's one of those like low key like bangers like people forget about yeah. like, I love the Rocketeer oh man I don't I can't think of, like VR troopers like I don't know like <laughs> oh wow That's wow awesome. do you, hey, you know what you know we are. <laughs> you know what's yeah, great right. about uh, like when we were kids, definitely when we were kids, for me, I was a huge Power Rangers fan growing up as a kid. I always got made fun of and bullied because of it because everybody was all into sports. I mean, I love sports too, Same. but they're all into sports and they're always like, oh, you love Power Rangers? Such a, you know, such a stupid show. I was like, back in 93, all of us love it. Why are you yeah. guys, why are you guys jumping off now? I love Power Rangers <laughs> at me. Yeah. Right? So like now we have all these conventions and events where like everybody that shares the same fandoms can celebrate together um you being like you know a public figure now has there been been any cool uh interactions with fans that you're just like man it's like i don't understand like you know you're you're this public figure and like you're my fan it's crazy yeah i it's it's I don't, it's always weird to me because like and i i appreciate like anybody who like follows me and like sends me messages and i try to like like everything yeah, yeah I try to respond to stuff it's 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 hard to do that man and <laughs> um I mean I've met some really really cool people uh throughout <clears throat> my time and it's interesting because like it's always just like it, the funny thing I just had an auto we had an autograph signing like um like two weeks ago like okay. during the uh super showdown actually I was off so I did an autograph signing that weekend and I met a lot of people and like people were telling me stories and they were coming up to me and um, telling me like, oh, you're so easy to talk to. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, listen, I'm just, I'm, a I'm just a normal guy. <laughs> like I'm literally just like, we all, we're all normal people. Like everybody's yeah. just a normal person. Um, some people just value, like I'm a very private person too when it comes to my home life. So I don't really post too much about mm -hmm. me being home because I, it's, there has to be a time to shut down. Um, but I'm, I will always talk to somebody. Like I'm never gonna like, push somebody away because I appreciate the fact that they, you know, they like that stuff because I've been on that end of meeting somebody that I really mm -hmm. liked mm -hmm. and they were just an asshole to me. Yeah. Oh. I've had it happen a couple times and it's ruined, it's ruined like a few things for me and I've always said like, hey, I'm never going to be that person and like guys like, uh, like I was on Double Dare as a kid and mm -hmm. you know, you meet Mark Summers and, and, and you're just like, oh my God, this, he's so nice. Like you meet <laughs> these people and you, can find that there's genuine people out there and then you meet the other ones where you're like oh my god hey man i'm a real big fan of you yeah cool here but i, I feel like oh, those type of people are like the old school celebrities that you know they they've become so jaded to it you know Maybe, like yeah. the, 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 like the newer ones like every celebrity that i've come across they've been pretty chill and pretty relaxed and like just down super down to earth well, so. one, of, one of the dopest ones i think i ever met and I knew he was in a rush and had to leave. But it was like, I'm talent, you're talent, so we're here, uh, was uh, Seth Green. Oh, oh, Seth nice. Green's cool, Dude, yeah. nicest guy, because I knew he had to leave. And I knew he didn't want to be there, and it felt like he was being rushed. And I didn't realize until literally this week, because I heard him on a podcast, tell the story of how he learned to do this to me. And it was, uh, he met Johnny Depp. And um, he was trying to like say, hey, you know, I'm a big fan, blah, 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 whatever. Even made a deep cut as far as like stuff that he's done you before. Watch, yeah. Before yeah. it was big, you know, before it was big. And um, he was like, oh, thanks, man. Um, what's your name again? And so he tells, you know, he tells him his name, and he's like, "Oh man, all right, cool, that's really great. Um, I'm, I'm loving talking to you, but I know we're here to talk to other people, so I'm gonna 
chit chat with them. Trust me, before I leave, I will circle back and I will say hello to you. And I'll remember your name. I promise you I will. And that was it. He did the same thing to me. When I was like, oh, hey, you know, blah, blah. He was like, oh, dope, man. Blah, blah, what's your name? Blah, blah. And then literally when he was leaving, turns around and he's like, Daniel, so I'm going to check you out sometime, all right? I'm going to already follow oh, you on Instagram. Cool. And walks out. Did after, Johnny Depp do that to like, him? Did Johnny Depp did that to him. Oh. So he always says he'll do that. So he did it to me. And I was like, that is so nice. Like, mm-hmm. yo, you don't have to do that at all. Yeah. Yeah. You're at a point where you don't have to do that. And he still did it. And it was like, I appreciate that. You know? And that's it's like, badass. that's I, always cool. I appreciate that from people because, like, I mean, we talked before all this stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even recently, I've bumped into people like that, and I'm just like, wow, well, you don't have to be an asshole. Like, it's, <laughs> it's okay. Man. Like, I'm not, I, I just, I, I, I will never understand when people are dicks to fans. Like, I just, I'll never <laughs> understand that. Yeah. I mean, I understand, like, uh, celebrities being dicks to, like, paparazzi and all that, because especially when you're, when you're out, when you're at an event. You, or you're you're doing something, you're that that's that's what to expect. But when you're trying, when you're out, you know, going grocery shopping, and people get putting cameras in your faces and being rude about it, I understand why they'd get mad mad about that, and people would put that on YouTube, say, "Oh, this guy's an asshole." Like, no, <laughs> you're putting a camera in his face when he's buying groceries yeah. for his family. Well, it's like when we like there are times <clears throat> where well, people were like, "Oh, like the WWE superstars are assholes," and I'm like, "No, they're actually really not." But when you catch a 20-hour flight from Europe and mm-hmm. you land in somewhere at 4 a.m. in the morning after you've been shoved on a plane all day after yeah. you left a show where you worked for three hours. Yeah. Flew that, that time. You landed at 4 a.m. and now you got to go get a car and stuff like that. And all of a sudden, somebody's in your face and shoving stuff in there in an airport. It's like, no, man. Yeah. There are times and places for some of that stuff. If you want to get yelled at, by all means, go meet somebody at 4 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I don't care who you are. Nobody's awake at four o'clock in the morning. Like nah. just, you're not, you're not functioning. Like I don't even function, and I still try to be nice to people, but it's hard because yeah. it's just there's a certain level of like there has to be a certain like people are always like oh we'll pay your salary and yeah there's there's a certain level of that, but it doesn't mean that you can cross boundaries to get the things you want. And exactly. Most everybody is so accessible. Like, yeah, especially with social media yeah, and everything. Like, yeah, like, right. You gotta, I'd be in somebody's face at four o'clock. In the <laughs> Eight o'clock, nine o'clock, ten. Cool, man. Yeah. Three, four o'clock in the morning. I'm like, no, I don't function very well. Well, see, and that's the thing. It's like there's there's some pitfalls to celebrity, but then there are some good parts of celebrity too. For example, I would love to know what is the weirdest celebrity flex you have done. Like, I mean, oh, what, to use you use your celebrity in any way. You gonna make him to put himself something. on blast like that, <laughs> dude? I always want to know that. Like, what was something that you were like? All right, yo, I got free, I got a free car wash right now because of my celebrity. Like, I want to know. I don't, I don't. I, to be honest, <laughs> with you, I don't ever really like flex. Like, I've not, I've never dropped the flex or anything. But I've met people through my time that have uh, been like, oh my god, so and so, whatever, and they they've helped me out or they've given me something yeah. just because of that. And I hate, I'm, I'm. I'm the person who hates like doing that stuff. Like I hate taking stuff from people too. Like, cause I just, I don't know. Like I've always, well, the way I was raised, my mom was like, "Yeah, just earn it, do your own thing, whatever." Uh, yeah. So it's hard for me. So you, I don't really have any like flex stories, but I mean, people do, will, will give me stuff, and I'm very thankful for that. Like I'm never gonna say like no, like yeah. to whatever, but I'm oh, never yeah. gonna ask like that kind of stuff. Like I, I hate doing that. Mine, mine mm. was uh, lunch today. <laughs> so I was, it's my like, yeah, I was give like, me lunch. I'm, I'm here. I'm dumb talent. I'm hungry. You know, and they were like, fine here. You know, so 
So I mean, that's not a bad flex. Hey man, it you works. Got, you gotta eat. It works. I you gotta get hungry eat. at moments, man. You gotta eat. <laughs> the uh, the WWE has been like you know in support of the troops. Have you been able to go overseas and you visit the troops that are uh, serving the country over there? No. So um, uh, basically. It's weird. So they use kind of the same people for everything. Mm -hmm. um, and since I just took over Raw in January, yeah. I missed the tribute and all that stuff. Yeah. So I think this year will be my first year doing like tribute for the troops and doing some of that it stuff. Excited is kind of everything's kind of coming full circle. Yeah, it'll be cool for me. And I, I don't think they realize that I come from a military family yeah. and like everybody like I don't think they understand that. So we fill when we get hired, we fill out these questionnaires like basically our history and like what we've done, mm -hmm. so that they. Because there's so many of us, like how could they remember yeah, like what exactly, we've all done exactly. and like whatever, so they can backtrack and go, hey, look, uh, us, uh, Mike likes 311, and and he went to here, and he's a power ranger, you know what I mean? That way, if they have right. that, they know who to grab for those things. Exactly. Um, but I think I just recently filled that out, and they're like, oh, your parents are military, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yes, they were. Yeah, <laughs> so, uh, really. Whole time, guys. Yeah. The real whole cool thing. coincidences. They, we've uh, we've actually been stationed in the same place. So it's just. I don't know, like growing up, growing up in the military and being able to not like when you're in the military, you don't have access to all these things like you don't have access to uh, you like I did in, in Japan, the wrestling uh, WWF, WWF at the time would be two weeks old. What's that? <laughs> it, it was it was two weeks. It was two weeks Panda. old. So like uh, we'd watch matches that have already happened and I'd go on the Internet and kind of like cheat, uh, cheat and see who's because they have the they have the whole belt. It's like, oh, who's the champion back then? I know. Well, I mean, if Just you don't have access fact, to like, yeah, I I thought it was so like when I was growing up, man. You only saw people when they were on TV. Yeah, yep. they were larger than life. You saw these characters. You got the magazine, and you like you're like, oh my god, this person's battling this person. This person's yep, going yep, here, yep. and and that's that was like your extent. Like you couldn't go in there and like, oh, they're married with three kids, and they <laughs> have like you never knew anything about them. Like for all I knew. Junkyard Dog was a rabid dude who rent like you know what I mean like yeah. I, you 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 see these guys you see um, uh, Andre the Giant like he's larger than life like I just yeah. like oh my god this dude's the biggest dude in the world mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. he's nobody's ever gonna stop him you see guys like Ultimate Warrior like that dude's gonna have a heart attack like <laughs> and it's not funny but like he's just all over the place like he dude Ultimate Warrior was like my favorite yeah, dude. But I didn't right. like you just watch him like his energy. You're like, how does he keep? Yeah, up? right. Like, he was so intense. Like I remember, I used to run around my house and like grab the <laughs> ropes and do all this stuff. I would be blowing up in like two seconds. I'm like, how does this dude do right. this? But like you thought that that's what that guy was. Like you didn't know that he was a normal dude outside of there. Yeah. But now on the internet, you just quick search. Oh, there's a Facebook page and there's this and here's a background so, of this and there's this and I can sit in my computer and talk crap about something. It's so like, do, you, do you think with the advent of the internet and how it's become so like pivotal in everyone's life, we got we got dirt sheets and now just the birth of a true smart. Is that, are you seeing that as a thing just because of the internet? Yeah. Like before, hey, you just had to, you had to watch it on TV. Everybody's a know it all was now. It. Yeah, Everybody right? knows everything. And let me tell you, dirt sheets are not always right. <laughs> oh, I yeah, will, I, true. I, I, I avidly will go through when I'm bored on a flight and I'll read them and I laugh, I laugh. <laughs> because half the stuff in there is just a joke. It's like, how, where did you get that? <laughs> It's and people run with it. I mean, yeah, it's, it's like, crazy. Some of some now, so, like there are times where it's like, oh my god, were you sitting in the meeting? That's crazy. Like uh, uh, there are times the stuff is like legit, but like most of the time they're way off base. Yeah, 
Jeez. And if it does come back around to be that, it's because they were like, oh, that's actually not a bad idea. Let's do that. Oh, see, that's not bad. Yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> so, there, you know, uh, there's been a few announcers that have made their way into the ring and, you know, be in some matches. Is that something that you, you're excited to do or want to do? To, to like to wrestle? Yeah. Nah, I'm good. No? no. no. <laughs> I love that. I love, nah, I'm good. <laughs> Listen, so <laughs> a lot of people don't know this. I actually tore my shoulder like working, like doing, like I... <laughs> I was working at the company doing some stuff and I tore my shoulder. I just had surgery about a year ago, but it was because I had to like fall and do a thing. And my sh- apparently my shoulders are so bad <laughs> that like one fall like did it for me. And Damn. I was like, dude, I'm like 37. I'm like too, I can't do this. No, like, not, this is not, not for me. me. Like my body already, like being 6'2", like cramming in flights and cramming on planes like all the time. Like I'm already sore. Like I can't even imagine taking a bump. Yeah. Like the stuff that these guys do and the schedule they keep, I... Mad respect. And some of these wrestlers are like 15 or 16 years old and still getting out there and Yo, you know, fighting. Beasts, it's, man. it's amazing. Beasts. It's amazing. Is it what what is probably one of the most pivotal or most epic matches that you've actually got to experience and watch live? That's something that you'll remember for the rest of your life. Uh, um, <laughs> maybe not match, but I will never forget ring announcing Batista when he fell in the ring. <laughs> I will never forget that. Like, I will always remember that. Yeah, it was oh Mania. And I, it was one of those things where, like, I had worked so hard. Like, I was like, all right, I know exactly how I'm going to ring announce him. I put all this thought into it. And I'm like, it's going to be so epic. I know he's going to come through the rope right there. And I'm like, Batista! I was going to do this whole thing. And as I was saying, the animal. But, and I started to do it. He, like, crossed through. And I was like, oh, God. He's also the only person who's actually made me laugh in the ring. <laughs> he made me laugh. He, like, turned around and goes, oh, cool, big bad heel falling on his first. <laughs> well, yeah. And he just, I don't even remember what else he said, but he came back and he was, like, kept saying stuff. And I just kept laughing. Like, the dude, I mean, what do you do at that point? You just, he's just making he's a joke of it. And he kept it. going. I'm like, mad props to him. Also, he's Drax, so. Yeah. Everybody's like, oh, my God, Batista, you were a champion. Blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, hey, Drax. <laughs> How's it going, Drax? I love doing awesome. Guardians. Oh my God. Avengers. Yeah, like that level of appreciation has to be good for him too, because it's kind of like it's something outside of what everyone yeah. right here knows. Well, this, the first time he came, when he came back to Rolling, he was there, and everybody's like, "Oh man, it's so nice to meet you. I molded my career after you." And he's like, "Oh, cool, cool." And I was like, "I loved you in Guardians of the Galaxy. I thought your Drax was great." <laughs> he's like, "Oh, they, oh, you saw it?" I'm like, oh, "Yeah, like, like, like a hundred times." <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't know, man. Like, nerd stuff always, like, I'm like, huh, so fucking. I go back to fanboy. Like, I, know. I don't know. Like, she saw me at Ga- uh, Galaxy's Edge. Like, I was sitting there. I was like, <sighs> she's like, put the camera on me. I'm like, take the camera off me. I'm about to cry. Like, get it out of here. Yeah, when, when, you, when you said that you, you, you came down and were able to go get through those lines and everything, but you said there's no lines, right? Yeah, honestly, Disney, well, their soft opening, they've handled very well. Mm-hmm. And I think they've, they've made changes every single day. They've done it. Like, they've adjusted something. But uh, I had enough people like Zack Ryder wins and um, a couple other people had gone, uh, a friend of mine, Josh, and they were, everybody's been giving me the lowdown. Um, um, everybody, <laughs> everybody gave me lowdown. So I basically pieced together the information. Yeah. Um, and I was like, okay, here's the game plan. So I like got her up. Then they they bring you in and they you scan your ticket. Like you go in two hours early. It's the best thing to do. So you go two hours before your time. So mine was at eight. I got there at six. Um, we go in. We ch- go. They bring you in. They walk you down the launch bay. You check in there. And from launch bay, you go queue up at this spot. So. A lot of people were leaving because it's extra magic hour, so they were like walking away and going to ride rides. I was like, nah, bro, that's what I did yesterday. <laughs> I'm in this for Star Wars. Like, I'm not walking out of this line. She's like, well, I've never done extra. I'm like, you're in the park early, all right? Calm down. <laughs> and so we got there and we got up to the uh, 
Frontierland, and then we stood there for like uh, what had to have been an hour. We were just standing there. Two, it wasn't two hours. We were there two hours ahead of time. And so it was like about an hour uh, in front of the Frontierland spot. And then they open the gates, and they're like, don't run, don't whatever. And everybody just immediately. <laughs> so there's a line of people, and they have to scan your wristband. I There's no way. It was like The Walking Dead. Like, there's no way. That everybody got that scanned. Everybody got scanned. <laughs> so you go in, because they activate your wristband, so you can go in and, like, scan stuff. Yeah. So go in. She went to the cantina. I went over to the lightsaber thing. I was, like, five back on the lightsaber thing. I was yeah. like, yeah, I'm totally getting a lightsaber today. She texts me. She's like, I'm at the front of the line of the cantina. I was like, Wait, uh, like, like, they're like, all right. Well, I was like, we'll get a reservation. She's like, they're letting me in now. And I was like, what? No, <laughs> no, they can't do that. So like, oh, so you're man. like, right, I got. I'm, freak, I gotta, I'm like, dude, I'm like super butthurt at this point because I'm sitting in the line and I'm like trying to cash out. And the guy's like, all right, go in there now. And I'm like, I can't. Can you give me like a whatever? He's like, I'll give you eight ten. And I was like, oh, thanks, man. <laughs> Three minutes, cool. What I didn't realize is the process takes thirty minutes. So even though it's an eight ten reservation. It means you queue up at 8.10, but you're not actually going in until like 8.30. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I ran away from there. I was like, oh, I have a friend that's coming in now. They're uh, just like, yeah, yeah, I'll give you 8.10. I was like, okay, cool. I'll be right back. Hauled ass to the cantina. Go over on that side. And she she's in there. She's like, I took video of the inside. I'm coming out. I'm like, all right, I'm already back in line. So I got in line for the cantina. She took my place in cantina line. I went back over there, checked in for my lightsaber appointment. They blazed through the cantina line, got our reservation. She came back, joined me, and watched the whole process. Oh, my Whoa. God. Lightsaber's a must. Left there, went over to the Millennium Falcon. That was amazing. Don't I, I will tell you this. Don't do lightsaber straight into the Millennium Falcon. It's too much. It's, it's, it's too it's, much. I was going to ask. It's too much. Okay. It's too much. Like, literally, like, Yoda's talking to me. My saber's going off. I'm like, this is the greatest thing <laughs> And then I walk around the corner, and then you just see this life-size Falcon, and you're like. <sighs> She's just man tears the entire time. Yeah, like, yeah, you're yeah. just like, it, I was, you walk I, from one place to another. I think I stayed in that area for a good, like, 10, 15 minutes. I took the same video over and over again. <laughs> I went back and watched my videos, and I was just like, man, guys, man. Like, wow. <laughs> I just didn't say anything. So, like, I was sitting in front of that forever. And then, <sighs> like, we took photos in front of it and then went from there. We got the blue and the, the green milk. Oof. Is it good? It's rough. No. No? It's rough. It's, is it it's milk? Rough. Really? Is it just milk? <laughs> yeah. It's like almond milk or rice milk or something. It's it's rough. Oh, They've man. got some stuff to figure out. So, I will say this. The, the, the drinks and their food, they got to figure that out. It's not as good. It looks really cool. Did it seem rushed? Did everything seem rushed? Like they, no, they didn't get just, the flavor down? It felt like it was like some of it was too much flavor. Some of it was like not enough. Yeah. The I don't uh. even know how to explain the milk stuff. I'll just say this. I'm a uh, um, butterbeer guy. Yeah, sure. butterbeer. Uh, milk. No. Yeah. Like, Universal yeah. butterbeer. Star Wars for me was leaps and bounds over Harry Potter for me because I'm not a... Not I a Harry Potter fan. I was original Harry Potter. I grew to be one. Right. Um, but the food and Potter's got... Yeah. Disney beat. Disney's got to figure out that food stuff. But everything else was super cool. I had an interaction with Kylo. I was wearing my Rebel jacket. He, like, found me in the crowd with the troopers and, like, called me out and, like, saw that I had a lightsaber. Yeah. He was like, don't pull that or <laughs> it might be a bad day for you. Like, he, like, that cool was cool. We saw Chewie, went down to the Rebel base, walked through the markets. Um, I got new kyber crystals. The, the, the greatest thing is the lightsabers, you can actually pop open the thing because mm -hmm. you put it together and switch out the kyber crystals on the inside and change the color of the blade. So what, what's, the, what's a kyber like it's So just... that is a crystal that you get that powers your lightsaber. Yeah, yeah. So it's just a little, and then they're all colored. Mm -hmm. So basically when you put it in, it like makes a noise and then it changes the color of your lightsaber. Mm -hmm. So now like if you, it, 
it's going to put out that co- whatever that. Well, I can't remember the name of that company that does the lightsabers. Yeah. Like the, um, force effects ones because mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. these are exactly like them but now you can change the color of your blade yeah, yeah. and it's like $13 for a kyber crystal so See, I got all the crystals <laughs> and I was like alright cool now I have every blade I'm good yeah That's you're perfect awesome. yeah, yeah it was awesome and uh, we went to lunch and did all like we did I did not want to leave I didn't want to leave. Like, I literally had a hard time walking through the pathway. Like, Do they kind of push you towards stuff? You have a colored band, so, like, you can stay in there, but you can't queue up for anything. You can't really go anywhere. Like, they won't let you buy anything. Yeah. They yeah. kind of wow. just go. Because an hour before you your time is up, another group comes in. Mm-hmm. Only group, the last group doesn't have a group coming in, but they overlap with a group before them, so yeah. it's still busy. Um, but the first group, I think, is the best one to be in because it's just you guys in there. Um, and we rode the Falcon, which only like it's like ten minute wait maybe, mm-hmm. and it was just the two of us. They let us go in by ourselves, so that was cool. We got some cool photos, and it's cool. It's cool. We yeah. suck at piloting it, but uh, <laughs> it was worth it. I'm like, it's really hard to like pilot with your like blue milk and a camera, and then you're, like, <laughs> like film. You, do you imagine? Do you imagine that it's gonna be like even worse when it's open to the public? Dude, it's gonna be bad. Yeah, I'm happy that I went before everything because uh, people Ooh. are. It was already rough with that amount of people, but like when it's open to the public, that thing's gonna get hit capacity like instantly. Man. Do you think you will ever go again? Just I'll go in that? Orlando like, when it opens uh, up in August in Orlando. I'm gonna try to go out there. It's supposed to be larger there. I don't. I thought it was supposed. I think it's supposed to be the same, same size. size. Really? Yeah. Oh, I thought it's it was gonna be larger. Yeah, there. It's by two, and then. Um, Oh yeah, I, the oh, new ride right. I do want to see. That's the one. That's over in the Rebel side because I saw where they had the queue, but like they have it blocked off. Like, yeah, telling people, oh, it's coming soon. You get those uh, coat little bomb. Yes, things. we did the <laughs> detonated thermal detonators. Yeah, yeah we got those. Uh, they're over in the marketplace. So you have to like go to a specific vendor to get them. Okay. And mm. if you don't know where it is, like you could totally miss it because everywhere else sells fountain drinks. Oh, oh and you just have to know. Yeah. So you have to be in that know. It's or... where the popcorn is. Like there's like a that popcorn stuff. So this this, this <laughs> is too. where your your uh, scheduling uh, little thing just works out because you know exactly where to go. Well, I like where, I where... packed out this week. Like literally, I was like, okay, look, we're gonna leave Orlando at six a.m. We're going to arrive, we'll go grab the car, we'll go straight down there, we'll check into our Disney hotel, go straight from the Disney hotel into the park. You'll spend the entire day at Disneyland slash California Adventure <laughs> all the way till close, because it closed at midnight. I'm like, yeah. we'll do it all the way till close. We got this beautiful room uh, that overlooks, we get to watch the fireworks and everything from our room, mm-hmm. and then wake up at like five o'clock the next morning, go straight over there, do Galaxy's Edge. As soon as that was done, we went and checked out of the hotel, Went straight to Universal Studios, checked into our hotel there, did Universal for the rest of the day. And then um, <clears throat> from there, we had dinner with some friends at City Walk, mm-hmm. went to bed, got up the next day, drove down to Sideshow Collectibles, uh, did that for a little while, left there, went over to Marvel Studios, Jesus. left there, checked into the new hotel in LA, and then went to I Like Scary Movies, and then went to sleep last night, got up today, and came here. <laughs> okay, for a moment, just for a moment, where is home? Orlando. And like, are you are you ever really home? I mean, because I mean that that traveling schedule, you're out more than you're home, right? Yeah, it's it's brutal, man. It's uh, I'm nor like on a week where I do like live events into TV, I'm only home three days. Like I fly in Tuesday, I'm home Wednesday, Thursday, and then I leave Friday morning at like six a.m. usually. Um, <sighs> but on weeks where I'm not doing house shows. I'm, I fly on Tuesday and then I don't fly back out till Sunday. And sometimes I'll, if it's a if it's the same side of uh, the country, I'll ask if I can fly in the day the morning of TV. I don't like doing that very often because 
get up at four o'clock in the morning, you catch a flight, you're jet lag, you check in your hotel, you put a suit on, and then you got your long, you know, 10, 11, 12 hour production day. So how are you able to like survive and not be fat? Because you can't make your own food. Bro, I'm skinny fat. Like, I'm in the middle. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm in that, like, weird, I'm shapes, if you will. Oh, okay, like, okay, I'm, all I'm right. I'm, like, in that middle. Like, <laughs> I'm not in shape, but I not like don't look completely fat, but I'm not. Like, I'm just in that middle range. So you haven't hit the hole everywhere I walk and sucked in. Like, you're, you're not there yet. Uh, I did <laughs> once. I think that when I got my, when I tore my shoulder, it was really bad because I stopped being active. And I was oh. eating crappy, so I got a little bigger then. Um, but before WrestleMania, I went on a diet because I was like, oh, God, I got I to gotta be on a diet. I'm like, ugh, that's not good. So I, I made sure they got my tux, like, smaller than what I was. So right. I had to. Oh. I pulled that whole girl trick where it's like, if I get a size, like, a couple sizes smaller, I have to. I have to fit into yeah. it. There's, just, there's no answer. It's, so that's it. Diet, that's a good motivation, it. I think. I just, a... dude, I like food. So that's, that's the hardest thing about working with the WWE is everybody eats healthy and everybody works out. And I'm right. over here with my chocolate shake going, cool, guys. <laughs> Well, I mean, you're not, you're not, it's, you're not obligated to be that, that, you know, they're like 50, 60, some of them, you know, still trying to, trying to keep up with these young wrestlers, you know, they have to really be on a yeah, diet. Yeah, I like food. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I like, like desserts. I like chocolate. I clearly don't miss meals. I love food. And uh, every once <laughs> oh, in a while, I feel bad. I feel bad about myself when I have to hang out with Jezzer because he has like the best calves in any game. Yeah, calves, but like, fucking good. Every, though, look right? at his, like, you can't see. <laughs> That's just These genetics, man. That's just like genetics. tailored. Yeah, but you right can't wear now. skinny jeans or anything like that. He, dude, his his freaking calves are tree trunks. I mean, you have no, to really I, see them. I, my You're gonna have to see them later. My sister's wedding. <laughs> my sister's <laughs> wedding is coming up in November, and I'm trying to look for suits. And all their suits that they have already made. Skinny bro. Yeah. Go with the shorts. Huh? Just go <laughs> with the shorts. I'm gonna go look like. Go with the shorts, man. It's look... the thing. Make it happen. Just go up there and be like, "That's right, ladies. <laughs> Say what's up to my calves." You yeah, know, it's it's gonna look like Arnold Schwarzenegger from uh from twins you know always walking around with the suit and the shorts oh yeah oh my <laughs> hell God. yeah i'd say put that over man yeah, well, I mean, yeah. yeah you tux. will not leave that wedding oh, no, i mean you know not. i've seen wedding crashers i know what happened <laughs> so you'll be fine so how does uh how does your family uh like your your work and not being able to see you all the time i don't i think there's my my family back is in tennessee so they're not even in uh orlando um but i uh i haven't really like I've been away for so long. I think they're just used to like me not being yeah. around because I haven't lived in Tennessee in so long. Um, and then I try to take trips with her so we're on the same page and like we can go. Uh, so when we can do it, does she get it. to go with you a lot of these? Sometimes, trips? Yeah, yeah, a lot of the times, just because. You has know, she become a big wrestling fan now? Yeah, she loves wrestling. Yeah, <laughs> she's she's like shaking her head. She's like, no, no. She's like, that's funny. completely she was, no. She was saying something the other day, and she was talking. She's like, oh yeah, so and so did this, and so she's like, oh god, I've been hanging out with you too long. <laughs> It's like, oh my god, oh, that popped man. me. It's like, ah. Ooh, she's all like, oh, bro. I was like, oh. Bravo, bravo. The like, phrases yeah, are coming through. She's, she's, uh, she's adapted and, and absorbed things so, that she hasn't even realized. So what is your travel regimen? Like, when really, not even travel regimen, what is the thing you do to zone out and have people not bug you while you're traveling? Um, do you listen to music, podcasts, or reading, watching a movie? Well, what do you do? Uh, to be honest with you, I used to travel with people. So like when I was on the road originally, I traveled by myself and I used to talk on the phone with her a lot. 
Um, so it just felt like I was like at home and then I traveled with a new day for a while, <laughs> which is just an adventure in itself. <laughs> um, it's a lot of video games, a lot of stuff. And then I started traveling with uh, Nia Jax and Alexa Bliss. Oh, okay. And uh, we would sing and do karaoke and just laugh and joke and, you know, just talk about random stuff, which makes the time go by. Um, and then when... Alexa and uh, Naya were battling, like when they were had the rivalry, Paige jumped in with us, so we were hanging, like it was kind of the same thing, oh. but just a different version of it. Like yeah. Paige is awesome as well, like she's she's a, a trip to be uh, in the car with. But like, it, it's cool to have people with you because it makes the time pass. Um, some of those drives are long, man. Like people don't understand how that works for us. Like you literally fly in at 6 a.m. in the morning, you kill time, you go to the gym, whatever, you go work, um, you go to the show, uh, you get done at like 10:30 at night, and then you have a four-hour or five-hour drive to the next city. Yeah. You get in at the ass crack of dawn, like two, three o'clock in the morning. Then you sleep, get up, do it all over again, drive again. Like it's just nonstop. Sometimes the drives are too long. You do half, half in the morning. Um, it's just a lot. So it's nice to have people with you. Uh, recently, because uh, Alexa hasn't been on the road and Nia has been out. Like I've just been driving by myself, just listening oh, to man. music, and jamming <laughs> out, and kind of doing my own thing. So what do you listen to? <clears throat> I'm all over the place, man. Uh, what like uh, better better question? What's in heavy rotation for you right now? Like people listen to stuff that they're like, okay, maybe it's an artist, maybe it's one song that you're like, man, I find it over and over. He's gonna let's pull up my Spotify. <laughs> Spotify, bravo, bravo, say, Spotify. Shout I out to you guys. I will say that. Uh, like I'm very theme oriented, so like when I went to uh, Portland, Oregon, and I was driving around going to see the Goonies stuff, I mm-hmm. listened to the Goonies soundtrack. Uh, uh, I love soundtrack, soundtracks, man. man. Soundtracks are great. Um, uh, the other day I was this is gonna be really embarrassing. I was listening to Dane Cook. Oh. I was pulling up like old comedy shows, <laughs> so I went through like Nick Swartz and Dane Cook oh. and all that stuff. So I think in the Texas loop, I decided to put on comedy shows because I was just laughing. They were late night drives. There was nothing to look at. Right. And I was like, I need to stay engaged. Uh, and music doesn't do it for me all the time. So I listened to that. Um, I have the Beetlejuice soundtrack on here. <laughs> um, I was listening to Cardi B. Uh, Jurassic Park <laughs> soundtrack. <laughs> um, 311. Uh, Aladdin. I have an 80s rock playlist. Oh, they say that's some, mine. That's mine. I've got this one. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> that's awesome. Possibly the most recognizable Race theme song lasers. ever. Yeah. Dude, ever. I listen to like pretty much anything. Uh, Queen on here. Mm-hmm. Um, I love 80s music. Uh, I also listen to the top 50 United States on Spotify because uh, it's a pretty good mix. You, you know, everything from like Old Town Road to oh, <laughs> um, like your Cardi stuff to yeah. like Khaled to J. Cole. Like oh, everything's dude. on there. Like you get a good like um, genre loop. So oh, yeah, I'll, I'll put it on there sometimes. Wow. <laughs> I'm wow. all over the place, man. I'll even listen to classical. Like I'll listen to like Penny Dreadful music or oh. uh, Game of Thrones, Harry Potter. Like I love <laughs> soundtracks. Like soundtracks are great. 
Soundtracks are great. Yeah, Score, yeah, and like yeah. movie yeah. scores and everything are great. Oh yeah. So like yeah. going probably on your way to Galaxy's Edge, you're listening to some Star Wars music scores of John over, Williams. Or I would have. <laughs> but the night before when I was doing the <laughs> video, <laughs> I was like, is that all they were playing in the cantina, or did they no. have like no? So there's a DJ in there, and he's what? like, yeah, it, there's a whole thing going on. He's like, now spinning the latest hits from the Galaxy. Uh, 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 this song is from the Galaxy Trio. It's called Beep Boop Bop. It's kind of the same thing, but it's a DJ instead of like a band. Um, I, like I did that. not hear the cantina. Song <laughs> if you remember oh, that man. Family Guy episode where they have they're in the cantina and he's like, "Oh, what do you guys want us to play next?" And then he go, "We play that same song again." All right, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> that was awesome. I will say the uh, like when I walked in, and I saw the Falcon for the first time. In my head, it was just like, "Dun dun 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 dun." dun <laughs> you bring dun, up an dun, Instagram story. That's so, so awesome. Just need someone awesome. to say I love you so you can be like, I know. Oh, we wore the shirts. Oh, yeah. bravo. Yeah, yeah, we had the shirts. Bravo. I bought them and I made her wear it. She's like, I'm nice. not wearing this. This whole, this whole time as he's talking, his girlfriend's like just keeps rolling, rolling her eyes. eyes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's the one thing you don't get on podcasts is yeah. eye rolling. No, no, exactly. you don't. You know, we have to make sure we convey that. You know, yeah, people yeah, yeah. need to know. They but feel I'm, it. The people want to know, what, what's that awkward feeling you feel right now? That is my girlfriend rolling her eyes. I got a chill. What was it? <laughs> that's where you find out. It's cold on that <laughs> side of the room. Right yeah. So, any any big trips that you're looking forward to? Not work, maybe work related, non work related that you just uh, want to plan next out. Next week, I'm heading to uh, Singapore what? for Ooh. a day or two, and then uh, Tokyo for two days. So, I think I'm going to hit Universal Studios up, and then. Uh, Disney Tokyo and the Disney Sea. You got to, you got to. Yeah, I did. She we coming last with time. you? Lexi Bliss, Alexa, Lexi Bliss, Alexa Bliss, and I uh, hit it last time we went, but we did it wrong. Yeah. Um, we went to. We spent an hour. We only had like two hours. Mm -hmm. So we or three hours. I think it was. We spent most of our time at Mad, uh, Dis, at the Disneyland Tokyo. Okay. And then we went to Disney Sea and didn't understand the full scope of it, or full scope oh. of it. So like. <laughs> We were like, damn, we should have spent two hours here and an hour because all the same ride. It's all the same rides. All we want to do is ride a couple rides. <laughs> Monsters, Inc. that wasn't there and another one. We're like, damn. Yeah, yeah. We we messed up. So we're excited to go back to Disney Sea so we can actually spend a lot of time because it's overwhelming. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. Overwhelming. I mean, Other than that, uh, I love Tokyo. I love Japan. Japan is great. I'm going to go see all the stuff. I usually go and like try to go to the toy stores. I pick up my like Kamen Rider stuff, my, mm -hmm. my Super Sentai stuff. Like That's always part of my trip. And I think I'm going to go to Billy the Kid's Steakhouse and try to go meet... Mr. Black RX himself. No way, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I have a guy Yo. over there who I'm trying to talk to right now to find out if he's going to be cooking while I'm while there. It, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so Tetsu, I think his name is. Um, I'm gonna see if he's cooking while I'm there because I want oh to meet him. Like, that's like on my bucket list. Dang. Probably yeah. we'll probably see that on Instagram <laughs> later. Yeah, right. <laughs> huge. See, that's that's huge. Like this, uh, you know. There's there's a very fine line between wrestling fans and Power Ranger fans. A lot of our fans are uh, Power Ranger fans and I wrestling well fans. Yeah, you know. Hey, it's, hey. it's a it's a it's a cohesive cohesive Hell synergy. Yeah. You know. I like it. Um, but it's it's awesome that you get to do all these things and get to, st you know, you ha you still have to work, but you get to enjoy your you know your childhood. At like the same I said, time. if I ever got any kind of like platform or any ability to do those things. 
I would use it for nerd stuff. That's yeah. all I wanted to do. I yeah. don't I don't give it, I don't care about like fame or like any of that stuff. Like I just want to do nerd maybe, stuff. Maybe maybe start <laughs> voicing for some characters, maybe an Autobot or a Decepticon or something. That would you know? be awesome. Everything come full Autobots circle. Roll out. You know, I'm telling I, you it's I, possible. I feel like Peter Cullen's gonna uh gonna retire soon. Dude, so true story. Uh back when I worked at Universal Studios, I was doing voices for the Transformers. Were you really? Yeah, like so we did it for so here they still do it, but uh over in Orlando they got like a small group of people and we were gonna have somebody do like uh, Optimus Prime and somebody's gonna do Megatron. Yeah, nice, uh, nice. And I ended up just doing the stilts because they canned it because they put the money into Potter, but like oh. we used to walk out there and like we'd have to do the, I smell you, fleshling. <laughs> I smell your fear, boy. Yeah, they, still do, they like, still do that at Universal. Here, but not yeah. in Orlando. Yeah, yeah. I'm my, used to be my daughter is still freaked out by that. Like really? she's, she's 15, about to be 16, and every time she's like, no, I don't wanna write that. Like, why not? Like, really? Dude, we saw know, the guy like, nah. who was doing it at Universal uh, Hollywood the other day was awesome. He was like, greetings, pass holders. And he was doing the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And everything he said sounded like Optimus Prime. Yeah. I was like, dude, you're that. He's good, man. Like, that dude's awesome. Dude, you should make your way into voice acting. Do some can- Maybe. cartoons, some anime. You know what? We are doing our own kind of Power Rangers extension. Oh, kind yeah. of a universe. It's going to uh, be an audio, audio comic type yeah. thing. Oh, okay. So maybe we're, we're well, bringing you gonna in. Be, it's going to be an audio drama, and know. then we'll have, like, for our annual, it will be an audio drama motion comic, like one for, like, one a year. Yeah. We'll have that, but it will just be a whole series, just audio drama. You should probably see about <laughs> trying to voice uh, something. Let me know. We'll have something for you. Well, Did you guys like Chattered Grid? I did. Oh, I did. Come on, Dude, man. Shattered was a bomb. What yes. They, where they went after it was like, man. Yeah. Nah. Well, not really happy. God, with we it. talked about how Beyond the Grid was not good, no. but Go Go was still amazing. Yeah, we're planning on bringing yeah. Ryan Parrott in have a conversation yeah. with him. Dude, Shattered Grid was my favorite. I even liked uh, the Tommy one-off that they did in the oh, future. Dude, like so yeah. good. Dragon. Like, Soul that was, of the Dragon. Oh, God. Like that whole, like all the side universe, like all the side context, like I thought all that stuff was great. So th- that's that's also something you get to bring on the road with you, read some comics. Yeah, and- so when those came out, I would get the whole, I wouldn't do the comics, I waited until they released like, like the set, yeah, yeah, yeah. each one, so I would get them as they got released. And yeah. then I was so addicted to it, I would download the Boom Comics app and then I started downloading oh, the actual yeah. comics as they would come out, so I can't wait. Yeah, it's- I'd burn through them. Actually, <laughs> I, uh, I got delayed in JFK one day and I had just gotten the last set, so I'm like reading through it, right, and I'm like, I'm like, so, oh, well, one of my dudes, uh, Al, at Epic Comics in Orlando, he hooked me up with, like, the, he's like, dude, you have to read it. Because I hadn't read the comics. Right. And I was like, ah, uh, he's like, dude, you got to read this. I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't mm-hmm. really, like, I haven't seen any Power Rangers stuff that I really like. So he gave me the first two, um, like, thick ones, which yeah. were all of it. And that's how I got into it. So I read the first one. And I was like, oh, my God. So I knew I had a flight coming up. So I was sitting there. And I'm reading through it. I was delayed on the ground for an hour and a half. And I did not realize it because I was so entrenched in these first two. That's awesome. And that's something that, I mean, we still talk about to this day, how important it is for a local comic book shop. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, nothing is better than pulp in slick, you know, like, because you have people that know their stuff to tell you about it. And that's it. You get to be able to buy your comics and you love them. And that's one of the great things about it. Yeah. That's it's oh, awesome. On, there's a WWE comic. The you ever think you're ever gonna make your way onto yeah. onto the pages? I, I feel like I. So there was a uh, Adam Rich. I think that's the guy who. I think that's his name. He did. Uh, he drew those most of those. Mm-hmm. Or he did a couple of covers. 
There's one that they did for TakeOver, and they show the ring announcer in there. I like to think it's me, because the TakeOver that they drew was like War Games, mm-hmm. and I was a oh, ring announcer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was a ring announcer for that. I was like, I'm in the comic. Did you buy it? That's care. it. Did you buy I it? Do. Yeah, I yeah, see, there you go. <laughs> yeah, man. I like to pretend like it's me. It's, it was my one little jump into comics. Well, that's awesome, man. Well, thank you so much for joining us Honestly, on the podcast, yeah, man. man. It was a Thanks it was for talking me. to me. Anytime, like, anytime. Yeah, and uh, maybe next Power Morphicon will come down. Yeah, I would love to. I was trying to make it work last time. It just it kind of fell through at the last minute. Yeah, so that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. So where can we find you on social media? Uh, social Mike Rome, WWE, M-I-K-E-R-O-M-E-W-W-E, on both Instagram and Twitter. And Daniel? Oh, well, holla at your boy. It's oh. me, the BSG, <laughs> a.k.a. Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> That's right, the best name in social media. You can, you can find oh. me on all social media at Jezzer Zeus. And you guys, thank you for joining us. That was the Illuminati Podcast. We'll be back next week with another special guest. So thank you again for joining us. Of course. Thanks all for right. having me. Throw it up.